Splinters of Jade grapples with mature and sensitive topics, which could be triggering for some listeners. There may be scenes ranging from the use of drugs or alcohol, suicide, and forced marriages, to violence, body horror, gore, and the dehumanization of certain castes, classes, or nations of people. Please see the show notes for episode details. Listener discretion is advised. This episode contains violence against a child. If you feel uncomfortable or if this is a content trigger warning for you, please feel free to skip this episode and contact us via social media. Uh, You'll find that at the end of the episode if you want a summary or just talk about it. But uh, not really much of a time skip that you can skip over on this. It really is the central crux of the episode, sadly. Uh, Yeah. So if you want to reach out to us at SajPodRPG on Twitter, slash SajPodRPG on Facebook, or SajPodRPG at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to do that, and that is also applies to any of our other episodes. We'll f- gladly give you a summary, minus the stuff that uh, makes you feel uh, not good. <laughs> All right, thank you, and on with the show. You are listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. And uh, this is pretty horrible. Cooney Garu is played by Blue Richardson. I hate Maho. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. And there he goes, Cooney Handshake. And Yogo Sojimo is played by Bren Thorson. They're sacrificing children to the elements, aren't they? Now, on with our show. Walk into the village, and, you know, it seems like a normal village. People are walking around not paying attention to you whatsoever. Um, they're all peasants. Quick look at their feet, see if any are missing theirs. How okay, many tri- how many triangle... I, I actually don't know what they're called. What are they called? Some little triangle hats? I don't know them offhand. I mean the ones that look like uh, the Thunder God. It's for funerary purposes. Oh, those. It's white. Hitai Kakushi. I think I pronounced that right. Hitai Kakushi. That's what it's called. Okay. Um, you're they're they're wearing regular clothes. They're, you know, nothing seems out of place. Um. 
they are you, everything looks normal about them. Okay. They're just completely disregarding you guys though. But since I've heard uh, from from the other two um, members of my um, crew that uh, a lot of ghost stories here, so I'm I'm keeping an eye out. They're all ghosts. How many can you see, Sai? How many what? Exactly. People. Um. I'm just the group down there, and that's it. Group down there? Yeah, Thank the you. far end of the town. Thank you. So, looking where he motioned, <laughs> what do we see? Uh, it's hard to see past all the people walking around, so you'd have to get closer to see. Oh, we'll get closer. Mm-hmm. Are, are you going to just disregard everybody, or are you going to try to be careful? I'm, I'm going to be careful. I don't want to piss off the ghosts. I already pissed off one. Yeah. Hopefully he's trapped there. Yeah, it looks like he wasn't moving, so... It would probably be best not to agitate the others. Yeah. I will treat them with respect as if they were alive. A kid... Uh, uh, you're about halfway to through town, and a kid walks up to you. Can it... Mister, can you spare a boo? Or is or even a few zenny? Eh, flick him a zenny. Does it go through him? Because I'm flicking it at him. He, he he actually catches it. Oh, cool. And oh, I should give him a boo. And he runs off to the side uh, into your, your, it's kind of confusing to you. Every once in a while you're seeing a rundown building and other times you're seeing a well-maintained building. Uh, when you look straight at it, it's well-maintained, but out of the corner of your eyes, it's rundown. I'm going to assume it's rundown mm-hmm. and that everything or 90% of the stuff we see is an illusion or ghost or that's that's why it's the illusion yeah it's not real or at least in the shape we're seeing it so we'll still keep keep going towards and every so often check with uh sigh as to how far or actually once the kid goes did you see the kid what kid? Thought so. Thought so. I mean, I, I saw Sojibo-sama flick the coin, and then it rolled off towards the building over there. Now, sigh. Right now, we are surrounded by ghosts, believe it or not. <laughs> ghosts? There's no such thing. Oh, yes, there are. Yes, there are. I want you to keep an eye on what you cannot see. And this is just me trying to set up uh, something I'll probably want, I don't know, maybe wind up getting. I'm not sure yet. I'm, I'm sorry, that doesn't make any sense. We 
You just came from the world of Sakaku. Nothing makes sense to me anymore. Suddenly you hear the sound of somebody screaming in pain. And all the villagers around you stop. I'm going to look towards the screaming. It's down the road where you've been headed. Did you hear that, Sai? How could I not? That is real. As you get close, you see a group of uh, people. They've got one child standing with them, and the other is being pressed. So Pressed in what manner? Uh, the traditional torture of a board and stones. Ugh. We get close. Stop what you're doing. Some of the men turn around and draw steel. Sigh. Are there men drawing steel crushing a poor child under a big stone? Yes. And he's pulled his swords out and stepped in front of you. Pull out the GTA. Emerald Magistrate, stand down. Stop what you're doing now. Can I look at their swords, though? They are standard katana. Okay, good. I will say, you do notice one thing about one of the men. He's standing in the middle. He's a little taller than the rest, a little heavier set. His skin is bluish. Fascinating. You see a blue-skinned man, Sai. Yes, Sojo-sama. Thank you, Sai-kun. Um, all right. Surrender now, or... Well... Hmm. Surrender now. I think at this point, we're, we're having... We're going to get into something where we need to roll some stats. <laughs> so, clearly they're not going to care that you're Emerald Magistrates. No, they never do. They never do. They never do. All right. So, at this point, we have either the choice of having you go into combat immediately, at which point we'd be rolling initiative for that. Or we could go into an intrigue, depending on how you want to handle all this. Let's do an intrigue. Yeah, I think we've had enough combat for, for a while. All right, so then we're going to do a TN1 sentiment. And you'll be choosing a stance. Additionally, you're going to need to let me know what your goals are. You can have the same goal, or you can have separate goals uh, to achieve. So what are you hoping to get out of this? I'm hoping to get them to stand down and listen to us as magistrates. It basically, adopt um, our... Oh, what is it? I was just point looking at that. Point, adopt the point of view. Yes. Yes. So are, are you all kind of working towards that same or goal? Or appeal to a person or group. I think pretty much. Yeah, get get them to stop and defer to our judgment as magistrates. Some of it may be through intimidation and threat. Okay. So so you'll all be working towards that same goal. Okay. Gain one sentiment. Uh, 
it really sucks when your strife is almost maxed again. So it's like, do I keep that exploding success with the strife and hopefully get something that reduces that strife? Or do I just keep the one success? Because <laughs> that's my role. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, this is more free form uh, form of a combat. Um, like Star Wars, it's like initiative is just for, hey, um, we need... There's a contest between these two that doesn't really need to be resolved with a check yeah. or a dueling check, and it's more like, oh, this guy got a higher initiative. Because yeah, so I got one, a strife, and an opportunity in water stance, which I use to reduce my strife by two, because I can do that. Yeah, I'm in earth. And so I... I'm in air. Gonna go into fire. Fire. <laughs> fire. And he gets the same thing. Cool. He's going to cause two strife on somebody, on the big blue guy. On the big blue guy specifically? Yes. Okay. Just cause two strife. It's like, oh, this guy. Ugh. So I succeeded with three bonus successes. All right. Just tell me your bonus successes. Okay. So three. And zero for Psy. Like I, like I was saying, I could have kept an exploding success with a strife, but that would max my strife out. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to keep it. I'll stay one under strife. So the big blue guy, he's sitting there, and you can hear him just chanting. And uh, just trying to get the uh, stones placed. Well, I'm kind of glad we didn't fight him. <laughs> Th this is a, a meditation. Okay. So they're, they're putting sto still putting stones on. Now, 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 now. We no need to do that as of yet. So we can reason this out. We can talk this out. Stand down. At least tell us what this child is being accused of. That they deserve such a punishment. All right. So go ahead and roll an earth because you're reasoning. Uh, courtesy. Okay, that's one two strife I'm gonna cause two strife on the blue guy oh remember we How? can charge remember we can use our voice of authority as a making a scheme or support action check using a social skill you may choose additional targets equal to your glory rank uh, you cannot choose any additional targets with vigilance higher than the highest among your initial targets all right, just so how are you causing strife to the big blue guy? So far, he's acted like he hasn't even seen you. Any suggestions? Well, how, what what are you doing? This cause uh, I was 
I thought you were in Earth. You had to be in fire to cause strife on another. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Yeah. With Earth, I think you can remove strife from someone else, right? Yeah. Okay, so... Earth is removed to strife from someone else. Okay. Two strife from you. Puts me down to seven strife. The, the master's work must be completed. Uh-huh. Okay. Um... So my dear, um, who who seems to be the the talker here? Um, one of the guys. He's uh, they all are wearing large beads around their necks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one has a scar across half his face. Well, yes, yes. The master's work always must be continued completed as it is the duty of every person half person and non-person in rokugan but what is who is the master and what is his work and i'm gonna try and charm him with a courtesy i guess uh that's uh, a whopping one with an opportunity So that opportunity, I'm just going to slap on shallow waters. Uh, or do I want to reduce my strife? This isn't the guy I want to do shallow waters on. No. No. So I'm going to reduce my strife. So that's a one. This is the master's work. This is one step up for it. So the guy's moving stones onto the kid. Yes. The only master that matters truly is the emperor. Now, we do not wish to fight, but if we need to, we will defend the emperor's people from all. And as that... Busy create a tsubo of earth just for def- and going to guard as long as I can get the right number of uh opportunities. Uh, let's see, earth theology, I'll place that. yeah. Okay, so I bring up some of the tetsubo of earth and just go into a guard stance. And the Tetsu Overs is also durable. How many bonus successes? No bonus successes. Okay. I just got a success. Got two opportunities. One opportunity I'm using. It's like the weapon you summon can be any, of any kind of melee weapon instead. It has a durable quality. I'm still making a Tetsubo, a durable Tetsubo. Also, with the other opportunity, at performing this action, you may immediately perform a guard action using the weapon. And then I get a strife. No one needs to die here today. Sheathe your swords, and we shall too. Do uh, Earth Command for Sai. And uh, his his status is a little weird right now because it's changing. Yeah, Emerald, um, not Emerald, Path of Waves. 
came out with a better school for him, so we're changing some stuff up. Earth is two, at least it's not void. And does he have command? He does have command. Cool. Mm -hmm. That one I knew he had. See where this rabbit hole goes. Goes into an opportunity with a strife. Um, what can I get for two opportunity with Earth? That's a lot. God, two ones are so hard to think of. Like, recall a piece of information not related to your check. Um, since it's not really related to the check, can Sai have heard rumors of this big blue guy? Sojuwasama, I think I've heard of this guy before. He was going through the Dragonfly Lands shortly before me. I want to... He was some sort of monk and stayed up in the mountains. Came back and was preaching something. I believe his name was... Fado... Fudo, something like that. Okay, thank you, Sai. Kun. Keep forgetting the honorifics. I gotta remember those. Uh, the big blue guy, he's, he still is not paying any attention to you, and he is still just sitting there chanting. <sighs> he did not roll very well that time probably good for us so we don't truly do rounds on this do we yes there are rounds yes once a round is done a round is done when everybody involved in the intrigue has gone yep and i'm keeping track of that i think we've all gone yes everybody's gone this is the second round i whenever he goes that's the start of the first of the round yeah just so you know i'm gonna have him be first no matter what Okay, that's fine. Since he seems to be not really participating, but is important. He's he's doing something important to further his own goal. And is he, like, t telekinetically? No, other people are setting stones on. And he's just... There's him and a kid standing next to him. He's just chanting... A sutra or something. A, su a sutra, and this child is doing nothing? The child's just standing there next to him. And the other child is screaming? Because he's getting bored. He's getting pressed. Yeah. If one of you two wants to do something, because what I'm going to do is probably going to start a combat. Friday Afternoon is a small, family-owned, geeky-themed tea company. Here you'll find loose leaf, custom blends, tea wares and accessories, and educational tastings. Owner Friday Elliott's unique take on blending stems from a neurological oddity known as lexical gustatoria synesthesia. Due to this condition, Friday experiences language, both spoken and written, and abstract concepts as distinct flavor profiles. In short, she literally tastes words and ideas. This superpower allows Friday to create blends with a completely unique approach. 
With a background in herbal remedies as well as culinary arts and education, she shares her tea wizardry with other people all over the world. Order online at FridayTea.com to see what Tea Alchemy Friday's whipping up today. Around the Table is an all-ages board game shop and pub in Linwood, Washington, specializing in new and used games and RPGs. Curated and rotating lists of craft beers, sodas, ciders, and meads, as well as a host of full tilt ice cream. Around the Table is committed to their community's health and well-being. People can check out our website for curbside or delivery of local beer, cider, mead, root beer, ice cream, and games from 2 to 8 p.m. seven days a week. Check them out online at rttgamepub.com. Hey, Editor Bren here. Um, I will be re-uploading some of our earlier episodes, uh, editing out the E-word, a.k.a. Really bad word for the lowest cast in Rokugan slash Japan. So if you see and like, hey, why are the Dragonfly or the beginner game being re-uploaded? That's why. Uh, there'll be more information in the episodes, but we sincerely apologize for the use of that word. We were ignorant at the time, and it won't happen anymore. Thank you. Now back to the show. I'm going to do something then. Uh, oh, crap. Because I don't know exactly what's going on. So what would be a check to try and... Oh, God, I don't even know what to... I don't even know how I would figure this out. I'm trying to... I can picture this, but I can't picture the reason why, and they're not giving it to me. And I don't want to, like, kind of press them. Unless I can press them. You, you can do a little bit of pressing. That's me. That would be more fire, though, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So I'm going to do... I'm going to do a culture check. This is going to be weird, but... what? Okay, so here we go. Now, clearly, the master's work is important, but a mere child... Crushing a male child advances the... M- and what does the child look like? Does the child look like a peasant? Heenan? Um, possibly a peasant. Possibly. They're wearing pr- plain brown clothes. A poor peasant child? I mean, I don't know how well that advances anything. I mean, wouldn't... And I guess I'll make a fire, which I don't remember what fire does. What is fire? Insight. Insight or theorize. That's it. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to theorize what's going on here. All right. Um, so that's a culture check. Culture. I'm going to keep that explosion with a strife. Okay. So that's two successes and an opportunity, which I'm going to use to inflict strife on the blue guy. In what way? Well, basically what I'm saying is like, hey, you're crushing this helpless child. Does this really advance? I mean, is this worthy of you? 
and I'm uh, trying to theorize what's what's going on to, while I'm saying this. The scar-faced guy is going to respond to you. The sacrifices must be made. We're near completing all of the ones required. And do I get anything out of my theorization of what they're doing? I mean... So, from what you can gain, clearly this is a sacrifice. Yeah. Usually there's some sort of icon with a sacrifice, some sort of meaning behind it. And there's been other sacrifices. And it's near complete, so there might still be more. This is, well, I think, <laughs> I'm done. Do you have something, Steve? Uh, I don't know the culture that well, so. This is getting really close to heresy. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Close. It's more than just close to heresy. It is heresy. Um, now, judging from your look earlier, did you recognize the name, Buell? You, we actually had it in an earlier episode. Right, which is why one of my disadvantages is about to hit. hit. Go ahead. I mean, do it. So, these guys are standing in the way, correct? Yeah. I am going to barrel through them, not trying to hurt them, but barrel through and going to be playing baseball with stones and a tesubo to move the stones off. What? You said this is triggering your disadvantage of? Impatience. Here's a kid being tortured, being crushed. These guys are ignoring our authority as emerald magistrates. There is only talk, and they're pretty much saying, give a who you are. We're going to do whatever we want. Action speaks louder than words. These guys don't want to listen. They're going to kill a kid for a ritual that technically rituals like this are maho. Maho bad. I hate Maho. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, oh, my... May the comedy of the earth guide my hand. And if this gentleman or this being is tainted, strike him down with jade. And I just do a jade strike. Oh, I remember him now, what you've mentioned. I don't think he is tainted, but <laughs> like I said, Kunia's everything's being said, it's Maho. And actually, it hits two. His lost memories. Oh crap. And oh. impatient. <laughs> oh, yeah. All he knows is his family was killed. By Maho or by the shadow, shadowlands, tainted beings. On around his neck, what's around the child's under the stone's neck? You can just faintly see a medallion 
made of serpentine, a green stone. With your keen, with Sojibo's keen eyes and Kitsuki Akira's trained investigative eyes, he can you can make out the shape of a mountain with a flat top. I'll pass around what it looks like, and we will post up a picture. Yeah, yeah. I'll find a picture. It was tough trying to find I, a fire I, one. I can send it to you here. Send it I to got me. them all. Sweet. Yeah. It's the false ring sect. <laughs> Basically, like I said, my impatience. Well, that will max my strife out. And there he goes, Cooney Handshake. Oh. I've got four successes. Four successes, so it's a TN2. Okay, and what does a, a, what does it do to somebody who is not tainted? Nothing. Does it do anything to you? Uh, no. Only if he does that. Yeah. If you succeed in your It's in the sidebar. Let's see. Da-da-da. But it's only if it's too often. Like, the comedy of the earth gets annoyed that, that you... Okay, so, yeah. Because conviction is a key part of wielding the unyielding power of the sacred stone, a character cannot simply hurl the holy power of jade at anyone they suspect of harboring the corruption of the Shadowlands. If a character attempts the invocation and the target is not tainted, their certainty might be shaken. Worse, the Earth Kami may even stop responding to their call for a short time, and you have been roused without a good reason. Okay. The thing is, Cooney believes this, he is tainted because the, what he's doing is Maho-like. Mm-hmm. They're sacrificing children to the elements, aren't they? Yep. We've seen Child the water. Child died in fire. Found the false ring of fire. So they just... Did we have the fire? We don't. Togashi Jun does. No, what I'm saying is we've... we've have we heard of someone we dying in fire? Not. Okay. We have not. I am just... This is player knowledge, yeah. by the way. And this is uh, audience knowledge as well. Yeah. Characters have no idea who the heck Togashi Jun is. Never heard of him. Never heard of this monastery that burned down with this blue guy here who sacrificed several children to fire. We know of one that was sacrificed to water. Mm-hmm. This one's being sacrificed to earth. Yep. So, I mean, does this child look like they're... Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't abide this. Thing is, nothing. Even seems if this to is consensual, it's a minor. They can't consent. Nothing seems to happen to them. Which I'm gonna have to put off some violence Gru against children in this one too. It pisses Gru off even more. So let's get on with this. Let's. This has gone far enough. Sorry, court games. We tried. We tried. Gunnigar is just impatient. Yeah. And and this is pretty horrible. This is, this is really horrible. Like I said, it hit his disadvantage. His disadvantage. Actually, like I said, two of his disadvantages. Even though he didn't know this guy wasn't tainted. 
Okay. So, rather than going through actual combat, we're going to narrate a little bit, because there's going to be some things that need to happen that dice can't. Yeah, okay. Okay. Following Guru's action of barreling through and swinging his... Actually, since he did the J-strike, he didn't barrel through. The the, uh, monks that have already drawn steel come charging forward. Sai hooks the two hooked ends of his swords together and swings it around like a whip. The pointed end slicing through the throats of two of the men charging. The blades come back, he catches it and separates them, ready to defend closer in. Mm-hmm. Crescent Moon style. Yeah. And if he has opened up a space, then yes, Gru will charge in to try to save the kid. If that means... Jian, to the other hand, pull... Not Jite, in the other hand, pull the Jian and... So sword, steel clashes against steel. The stone Tetsubo knocking aside rocks off the plank. In the confusion of the fight, some of the monks, the blue-skinned man and the other child, have disappeared. Yeah. Actually, Gru probably would have, as he's rushing forward, Probably, I'm going bumped the into the monk. He just knocked him over. Yeah, go, knocked him out go of towards way. the kid. Try and well, I assumed this is the way I this is the way I was picturing it. Group of monks armed. Behind him were uh, the blue guy and the child, and then to somewhere to the side, either side was the child being crushed. Mm-hmm. So there was like you would actually have to go boom, boom. Yeah. So, so no, I would have gone to the child that's being crushed. Yeah. At least that's the way I would set it up. I mean, that's... yes, that, that's what I was picturing. And probably, and I would probably, while I was hitting the stones off, any of the monks that were putting stones on, they get hit with a back. And I will try and heal the child. Um, what what condition is he in right now? Because um... there's two spells. Neither of my Afuda work with this right now. This is going to be an agonizing death. So, severity 12. Okay. They were close to being crushed. And I'm I'm assuming my rushing forward is basically leaving an opening as I'm unmasking. <laughs> Spending a void point. <clears throat> so that's a 2k4. Or no, that's a 6K, ah, whatever. I'm, I'm speaking in 4th edition terms. We're not playing 4th edition. Oh, that's good. That's good. Um, no, it's only a TN1. didn't realize that. I actually got it, but I'm going to see what I can do with the... Ex- Bonus successes, if that adds to anything outside the scene. Oh, that's a whopping... So I remove... 
Uh, I also mend the target, removing any poisons currently afflicting them and the dying condition. And any symptoms of disease affecting them are suppressed until the end of the scene. So I remove the dying condition from this poor child. Right. So, you know, still going to have broken bones. But, yeah, they're, they're, the, the internal bleeding has stopped. Yep. And the bones are probably set at this point, but they're not healed. That's a different spell, which I can do later. He's he's not going to die. No. And the child and the blue man is gone, and I will grab the nearest monk and... No, I'm not, I'm not going to grab the nearest monk. I'm going to spot the nearest monk. And then next turn, I will probably grasp him with earth. All right. We'll just say you did. Okay. So... Probably one of the monks that I backhanded with the Tetsubo got dazed all... And keeping the other monks off of these two to yeah. give them a chance to work with the child. This time, this time, scorpion legs and scorpion claws just kind of grasp around this prone guy and holding him down. And the ones that survive are flee, uh, fleeing. Which direction? Out of the fastest way out of town. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's pretty much, I'm ignoring them. They don't matter to me right now. It's this kid. And I know he has used the healing magic. I'm going to work using regular medicine to like set bones and basically anything I can to aid the kid. And pretty much the Tetsu would set aside. Round after it's set aside, it's gone, and I'm just working on him. Since the monks are fleeing, I'm going to hunker down and assist Kunikaru with medicine. You get another skill die. And and by the way, the poor child can't get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, anesthetic. He can't get drunk at all. Poor child. For the rest of the scene or forever? For the rest of the scene. Okay. Anesthetic. Is a drug won't affect him. Dang it, it's going to be an error. You want me to be the main on this? I have an error of three in medicine of one. I've got an error of two, medicine of two. So I would have five dice. Yes, I keep two, but I have three skill dice. And then I'm assisting you, so you... That's why I'd have the three skill dice. So like I said, I have a medicine of two, error of two. So base four, your assist gives me a fifth. You've got an error of three, medicine of one. But if I assist, you'd have three. You'd have five dice as well. Yeah, I'll assist you. And the reason why it's error, it's uh, to recognize symptoms of uh, Analyze. performing yeah. surgery in the field or a place of healing. Yeah, I need, I need to increase my error ring. So keeping that exploding, that exploding, that exploding, and that success. Roll the exploding. And that explosion. Seven successes. Two, three. Four strife to me, and one opportunity. Uh, let's see, opportunity. 
can add the resplendent or <laughs> I don't know what medicine is. Is medicine a scholar skill? Yes, it is. Learn something about the person who created or used the item you are studying. So, learn something um, about the kid. So, here's the thing. More practical application than some other scholar skills, medicine covers knowledge of the human body and its functions. However, medicine is also a practiced art. So, it often behaves like an artisan skill when used to heal injuries or create medicines. So, he can add the respondent or subtle quality. So, oh, oh, oh. Subtleize the scars. Minimize the scarring, yes. Yeah. yeah. I can do that. <laughs> so, pretty much what I think would be narratively, if you're looking for medicine, it's 157. Yeah. Okay. So, I guess narratively, it's we get him splinted and bandaged up, make a, craft a uh, litter. We are taking him to... Uh, Kuden, uh Kitsune. Is there anybody left in town that can take him there? Sai? Um, or is this place virtually abandoned? I don't see anyone else. <sighs> you know he'll he'll be fine. So yeah, I am not leaving. A child in this state, in a place where he can't take care of himself. Especially after what just happened to him. I agree. Kiden Kitsune is nearby. We can take him there. Leave him with the healers there. Let the Moshi, or the Kitsune Daimyo, know what is going on. Technically, Kitsune or Daidoji lands. You are currently in Daidoji lands, but the Daidoji, whatever the main large city we saw earlier, was farther away. Yes, Kitsune, Kuden Kitsune is a lot closer. Oh yes, it's across the river though. Sorry, no. I might piss off another Tengu. <laughs> <laughs> not, we are in our our lands, not theirs now. So, probably not. And if need be, Guru will craft a carrier and will carry this kid on his back. Well, yeah, the rushing wave just increases movement along water during narrative and downtime scenes. Yeah, yeah Guru right now is very PO'd. He now wants to find this Blue-skinned monk. Mm-hmm. Interrogate the hell out of him. Well, no. We have this well, we have this poor gentleman here. Mm, he might know something. I would not call him a gentleman. Roll my eyes. Uh. I would more call him scum. Less than the non-people. So, if you wish to interrogate him, bring him with us. We will find a way across the river. Though if I next see that blue-skinned monk, 
I won't be jade striking him, for I know he's not, for now I know he is not tainted. He is just evil. And I plan on picking up martial arts ranged. Good. So I can utilize the Yumi I've got. <laughs> <laughs> I can use it just to, I don't know, trained in it. We're actually not far from your lands, Buell. Not I know. Not far from my lands, either. You went far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You actually went past where you were supposed to go with them. <laughs> so you're carrying the boy, and you're dragging along the guy. Well, Sai is dragging the guy. Actually, we're not going there yet. I mean, we're interrogating him first. I don't know. So I'm just trying to figure out what is what is going on with you guys. If you're going to interrogate him, interrogate him quickly. Also, the port that never sleeps is in the, uh, the crane book, by the way. So if you want to know, Chris. Because I'm assuming that's the... This big city we saw, or is it Wall of the Ocean Village? <laughs> Sparrow. We're near the Sparrow. Blinners of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Fantasy Flight Games or Esmodee International. The music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, darrencurtismusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nick's Animalia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Brent Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at SojPodgeRPG, that's at S-O-J-P-O-D-R-P-G. On Facebook at Facebook.com slash SojPodgeRPG and SojPodgeRPG.podbean.com. You can message us at SojPod at gmail.com and support us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash SojPodgeRPG to get exclusive episodes and extras. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, and your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't jade strike it, grasp it with earth.